0: Coffee man, yeah.
1: With Dan and Ryan, this is Walk the Line. I said uh peace Okay everybody Welcome to Walk the Line. I'm going to call this episode four. My name is Dan Cryer, and we are here to talk about NFL week four and NCAA college football week five. And with me as
2: always is my
1: best bud, Ryan Smith. Say hi, Ryan.
2: Hello, everyone. Yeah, let's just uh, jump right into it and get talking here. I'm anxious. We had a decently good week last week with some college football. NFL still got us a little bit, but uh, you know, I think we're going to bounce back this week. We uh, now have... Three weeks of um, games to go on for NFL, and I think we'll we'll be able to more accurately predict what's going to be going on there.
1: Yeah, and I I'm gonna say that I'm gonna put the pressure on myself. I, I always feel like I'm doing my best. But this is kinda like when it's go time. It's expected you know, now. Yeah, yeah. Like I am I'm, I'm gonna make myself be really good this week, especially
2: in the NFL. <clears throat> college me. college football, we got a lot of good games finally. Oh, it'll it's gonna be, be a great it'll week. be a good channel flipping day here yes. at Michigan State. We're off so we get a chance to watch yes. some other teams. Michigan State University with a bye week, yes. Sit on the couch and uh Kind of get some scouting reports on the other team, so yeah, it'll be a fun weekend.
1: Well, Ryan, would you like as we would like to do? Would you like to just recap what 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 our picks were for last week? Let everybody at home know how we did.
2: You have them in front of you. I don't have okay, them in yeah. front
1: of me. All right. So for just a quick run through, Michigan State played at Notre Dame. There was a four and a half point spread. That just shows you how well the market pushes this. I mean, we're talking you know, yep. sports prognostication.
2: It pushed the line to four and a half. Final score was seventeen thirteen Notre Dame. So Michigan State did cover, and and they knew, but. I think, I don't know about you, but we were more confident on the under in that game. We'd, yes. we'd seen our defense play and yes. our offense play to know that that game was going to stay close enough. And our defense, what, I think 17 points is about the most we'll right. give up all year. Right. And and the the over-under was 42, and it ended it at just 30. Was, yeah, and it was way Even too if Michigan
1: State and... made that field goal in the first half, it would have been 33. So that that we really knew about the under. And Now, I'd said the, Notre Dame would win 21-16 in cover, and Ryan thought Notre Dame would win 24-10. So we
2: both... Michigan State played a lot better than either of us thought, and they yeah. really had a chance to win that game. Through, I, f- I think they even outplayed Notre Dame throughout yes. most of that game. Yes. So, as a Michigan State fan, it was you know we you know they took the loss, but it was very encouraging to see that right. performance.
1: I, I that's a that's well stated, Ryan. And and I'll just do the thing where a home team because we're from Michigan State, and we'll all gripe about the referees. There were too many pass interference calls. I didn't like with the way the refs called the game. I mean,
2: one of them, our receiver had his back turned to the offensive player. There's just no way to, you know, if anything, it should have been offensive. And it, it was a, definitely a tough pill to swallow. There was mm-hmm. a lot of mental mistakes, too, on mm-hmm. Michigan State's part. And like I said, Michigan State totally outplayed Notre Dame, I thought. And they just left the door open too many times. And they kept the game close when they could have put it away. Yeah, it's From a Michigan State standpoint, putting away the game for us is getting up 10. Because yeah. is the team really going to score defense. 13 unanswered? on michigan state probably not unless you know unless you see right. ohio state or something but i mean i i do think we just missed an opportunity on saturday that really would have slingshot our season forward i know now i mean uh he's not a close personal friend of mine
1: but i have a friend who's on the defense and just psychologically speaking he seemed upbeat i asked him how the team
2: was feeling they seem upbeat they know they played well like i said tough pill to swallow but Tons of great things to take away from that game. And mm-hmm. if Notre Dame somehow beats Oklahoma this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, they played Michigan tough who has struggled but it's still a good team, Michigan. Yeah. Yep. You can feel good about that loss, I think, if especially if Notre Dame plays well again at home this weekend. Right. And, you know, with Nebraska kind of up in the air and Michigan up in the air, the division is really wide open now and Northwestern's playing well. Yeah. But I think last weekend was a statement game saying we're going to hang around this season because mm-hmm. if we go into Notre Dame and just lose by 24 or something, yes, then the rest of the season you're like, oh, it's a, it's going to be yeah. a long fall. But I, I do think this gives everyone kind of a warm feeling inside moving yeah. forward and that it's kind of like a we-can-do-this sort of attitude around here now because we did see things against Notre Dame that we did well that we didn't even see against, you know, FCS schools. So. And
1: I'm going to do something really quick that's never been done on Walk the Line because uh, if, the, if people listening don't know, the, the, the lines come out, the betting lines come out uh, usually Sunday or Monday for the following week. So there is no betting line for next week's game at Iowa. I'm going to come out right now and say, I think Michigan State's going to be favored by three and a half in that game. So we'll see. That's just my hunch that, that we will be favored on the road in Iowa. So just okay. based on our So like, we'll see what happens with that. So now I'm predicting the predicting of the predicting. <laughs> okay, here's a game that both Ryan and I got spot on correct. And boy, we were happy about this. Uh, Stanford was at home against Arizona State. Stanford was minus six. They basically blitzed Arizona State. Arizona State came back at the end. The final score was 42-28, so it hit the over like crazy, which is
2: what we liked most 51. of that game to begin with. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so over and unders, we really mm-hmm. we had a field day with those last. week. yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean the final score was at 62 points, so it hit it by 11 points over. But I'd said uh, 41-23 Stanford. Ryan said 38-30. So way to go, both of us. Now my pick of the mic. Uh, what do we call it the special wild card yeah, pick yeah we'll do a little, yeah, wild uh, my, card pick I'll call it the bet the house because I lost my house house twice a few weeks ago <laughs> so I got one house back okay one <laughs> half of my house back I can't go into the nice end but I picked Missouri minus two to blitz at Indiana and, and they really did beat them bad so that game got to 73 the over under was 70.5 and I said 45 35 Missouri so I give myself credit um, Auburn was at LSU.
2: We, I'm proud of this one. I think we both did yeah. a good job on this one. Ryan and
1: I, we're, we can't. We're, I don't want to high five and hit the mic, but but we both said 34.20 LSU, which meant that Auburn would cover the 17 and a half, which they did, and we both said it would go over the 55 and a half, which it did not. No, we said it would go under so that we missed boy was that perfect
2: but, yeah but i mean we had you know we each had what right. 3420 and we 3521 30, yeah, five twenty listen isn't that great guys it's 3420 so we picked 54 the over under was 55 and
1: a half and the <laughs> final score is awesome. 3521 for 56 so god that's why that's why we you can be doing... spot
2: on and mm-hmm. wrong at the same <laughs> which time. is the
1: reason we love being here talking about these scores because it is it's a tough it's a tough deal that's funny okay ryan was spot on about one thing now he he picked utah state to go uh, go in and defeat usc they they ended up losing 17-14, but they easily covered the six and a half point spread. So Ryan was correct, and that was a great hunch by you. And I actually thought USC would play better, but you were really yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, about I even
2: liked Utah State to win that one. Mm-hmm. They didn't quite pull it out, but uscs uh, they're starting to fall apart out there. Yeah, I mean,
1: hey, we'll see what happens as they get into the Pac-12 schedule. So, okay, the other now, let's get to NFL and well, like Ryan said, we kind of got roughed up a little bit here. Like the Giants, a little roughed I mean, up. If, man, it if, was a frustrating day for us. I, I, honestly, I'd like somebody to go find five people in the country that thought the Giants were going to lose thirty-eight nothing to Carolina.
2: Not even anyone in so the Panthers organization. Let's just would put it have... this way:
1: yeah. we both picked the Giants, we're both wrong, and the Giants. Well, we're We're going to get to the Giants yeah, against KC in a little else to bit. Say but about that game? Now, the game that made me angriest was the Green Bay Packers losing 34-30 at Cincinnati. Because Ryan and I both had Green Bay covering the three points on the road. And Green Bay had essentially like a 13-point lead well, in the game. It was 30-17 yeah. to 20, 17 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, here's like
2: your typical Elias Sports Bureau stat or whatever I saw. Like mm-hmm. They were the first team to ever trail by 14 and then lead by 14 and then lose a game all in the same oh, game man. so
1: and the way they lost was really frustrating because they gave a fumble up or the end yeah it was just, like
2: fourth and one oh and they put goodness. in a rookie running back who just kind of flailed out there and the ball got punched out and cincinnati re- dan's looking very yeah, angry I, across I, from me i'm right going now. i'm kind of scared i'm seeing some red in his eyes so we're just gonna move on <sighs> yeah let's the, move on okay very entertaining game yes
1: not the right outcome. now we we both we were all correct we I mean, the Lions, we just knew they were going to go into Washington. Washington's in a mess right now, and Detroit won twenty-seven twenty. 20 Yes, Washington threw a Hail Mary at the end that was batted down, but really, they, that was just luck to even get a Hail Mary. Detroit looked good. That was the first ever... See, the, the reason the stat that I don't ever look at, apparently Detroit was 0-21 historically against the Redskins. There is no reason to look at a stat no, like never. that going into the game. We looked at the, the fact that the Eagle, the, the Redskins got shredded by the Eagles. The Redskins got shredded by the Packers. They just don't have a good
2: defense. Yeah, anything you learn in any- Any stats class you've ever taken is that was an individual event. It had no bearing on anything else that has ever happened. Mm -hmm. So, that, you know, we just looked at even the past two weeks. I think a lot of people are starting to not question RG3, but. They want to give him a little elbow forward or take a seat, man, and let Kirk Boy. Cousins, who Whoa. you know, Ryan brought up the fact that people are calling him RG and three right yeah. now. <laughs> so that's that's pretty
1: tough. Now, a game that we all got wrong was Atlanta and Miami. For some reason, the Dolphins are good, and yes, the Tannehill's good and Mike Wall's good, but no, no one
2: I, knows how they're good. But they just are. they
1: did it. They're 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 undefeated. They're, they won twenty seven twenty three. We were all wrong about that. So. Now to get into the our our picks to click as as Wimpy would say as as
2: as hockey hockey Haw, Harrelson would say he'd say Daggammit not not anyone I would want to uh, model my radio no. after no. I, I'm regretting already bringing him up
1: but anyway <laughs> the point is. I loved Indianapolis plus 10. It it turned out to be plus 9.5 at kickoff. Indianapolis went in and really showed the 49ers. And boy, did they look good. Yeah, Indianapolis looked great. It was 27-7. Luck told Harbaugh, hey, by the way, you're welcome for all the wins. You know, and, and the pro contract, yeah. <laughs> and it, the the thing is too, the Colts had traded for Trent Richardson, and he scored a touchdown on the first drive. Yeah, I mean, the, he only got like eight yards. Yeah, or something, something. But, but he boy, he that's a good way to come into a new team. Give me one handoff for a touchdown, so uh, that was good. And then Ryan was completely correct about the Bears annihilating Pittsburgh. The final score was forty to twenty-three, Chicago. It was a two and a half point spread for the Bears. I don't even remember what I told you, but, it didn't said 20, seven, 10, but you said 27-10, but you had him beating a bad. Yeah, I knew you had Bears. it by seventeen. You you hit it spot on. Yeah. He said twenty-seven. Yeah, so great job. Uh, so we we're getting better, guys, I, and that's why I want to continue it this week. So Ryan, let's get into. Why don't you introduce the, the top game that you picked for Week Five of college football for 2013? These games will be played September 28, 2013.
2: Well, we'll just start. I, th- I believe the South Carolina Central Florida game is a noon game. Okay. So South Carolina is minus seven at Central Florida. The over under is 53. So what do you like in that one? Okay. Well, this is an interesting game because
1: Central Florida is the surprise team of division of of the F CS Are they FCS? FBS. Uh, it's, I'm confused. FB, the yeah, FBS. Bowl subdivision. Right. Right. I, I, I should know exactly what division they're in. I'm thinking it's... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They went into Penn State and won 34-31. Yeah, nice win. That's a good job to go into a Big Ten uh, university stadium and win. So Central Florida's undefeated. South Carolina has one loss, which is to Georgia. The seven points at home for a team that went into Penn State to win. I mean, whether or not I, I'm going to say South Carolina is going to win this game. Wow! But I'm. Okay. But but I don't think South Carolina is going to cover. Okay, so I'm going to go South Carolina in it. The over under is 53. So I'm going to go with the under and say that it's going to be. Um, and and I know it's 34 31. See now now I'm I'm going to think over. So I'm going to go with 31 28 South Carolina.
2: And there's a couple different things I think that are going to play a factor in this game. Like you said, you know Central Florida is really a nice surprise, and because of that surprise, Saturday is actually going to be the first time that they appear on network television. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of I wonder if that plays in. Those guys okay. definitely know they'll be on TV. Mm-hmm. That can play right, mind one games. way. Yeah, and it can it can work one way or another. You get, you know, some people do better, some people do worse. Um, it's funny the last time these two teams played, it was they've never played at Central Florida, but. South Carolina was when um Steve Spurrier it was his first year there mm-hmm. and they needed I think it was like a goal line stand or something like that. They needed at the end to beat Central Florida. So Central Florida's always played South Carolina well. They mm-hmm. play big teams well. Um I like this game to go over just because of the South Carolina offense. Okay. They I saw they averaged almost five hundred yards a game yeah. or something like yep. that. So that this will definitely be a up and down game. Okay. South Carolina, you know, they always play well in the non-conference. They won, you know, double-digit straight wins over non-conference points. I'm going to go South Carolina 35-27. I do like that game to stay close, but I I did 35-27 just so that South Carolina covers Covers and 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 gets the over. over. Mm -hmm. So, you know... That game that could be like the L S U game we talked about last week where we it could end up thirty five twenty eight or something like that and it pushes and you're just Right. But you know, I, I do like South Carolina to go in there and get a win. They have to because Florida and Georgia are uh both undefeated in the conference. They need it. So they, they need, need the to bed. stay close and that's right.
1: That's right. Okay, here's a game that I let's just do a quick one on because I don't really like either team. I don't mind saying it's Oklahoma minus three and a half at Notre Dame. And this is just
2: a tough game. Both it, teams are so hard to read at this point in the
1: year. And the one thing I can tell you is the one thing I like more than anything is the under because forty-eight and a half and and uh, Oklahoma played at West Virginia or against West Virginia and won sixteen to seven at home. So it they, was pl- just they played not a, a you know murky game. game. So based on that, I, I'm keeping it low um i do think oklahoma is going to cover the spread i'm not i'm not sold on notre dame no, no offense michigan state but they lost to michigan michigan's won by three points over lesser opponents two weeks in a row Oklahoma's going to win a, another gross game i'm going to go for 19 to 13 in that one for oklahoma they're going to cover that one
2: yeah like you said oklahoma has not been tested notre dame's at home they i think notre dame has been tested you know hmm how good Michigan and Michigan State are no one really knows but they've been in close games i guess you can call Oklahoma's 16 to 7 win a close game but yeah. that's just ugly anyways no one wants yeah. anything to do with that game no, right. i like Notre Dame to win at home i'll go 24 21 Notre Dame okay so he's taking the money line and he's taking the dog <laughs> Oklahoma's allowing just nine points a game this year. I mean, they haven't played anyone, but that's still an impressive stat. And you, so you're, 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 okay, you're keeping it under the 40 I'm keeping it under. That is a
1: crazy, I really like the under in that game. Really like the under. I mean,
2: both teams kind of, like, I mean, Notre Dame hasn't played anything pretty, and apparently Mm -hmm. neither has Oklahoma. They like to just muck it up and... I don't think it'll be a fun game to watch for no anyone. like you said no nobody we don't, I don't, we don't care about don't, I'm, not, Those I'm gonna teams. make
1: I'm gonna block NBC on
2: my my TV Saturday I don't <laughs> want to go near. accidentally
1: don't, change to it if you sit on the remote or something yeah. and I like the guys I like the guys that do I don't know his name he, he's got that nice crisp voice so I'm gonna give a little credit but I just I do not want to hear from you this week you guys <laughs> just keep your NBC okay now there's two great games and, and the first one we're going to do is the game of the week in the SEC then we're going to do the game of the week in the big 10 so let's start ryan why don't you introduce the uh, the lSU game here
2: yeah well, game days down in uh Georgia this week it's lSU at Georgia who uh, I've said this I think every week so far on the show I really like Georgia to mm-hmm. win that side of the division and hopefully beat Alabama or whoever it may be coming out of the other side. I'm going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right off the bat and then we can kind of analyze it a little more. I like uh, Georgia to win that game 38, 34. So I'm going to go over by a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. I think 72 is what I have and then Georgia to cover. Okay. And now this is where I
1: come in and say, there's something about Georgia that doesn't I know they beat South Carolina, but South Carolina hasn't been impressing me very much this year. So that win is nice. But LSU, really, they looked pretty good against Auburn. They were not never in jeopardy of losing that game. They beat Texas Christian. I think this is the game where LSU asserts a little more dominance. I think they feel disrespected. And Rightfully so. I mean, they should. So, I I mean, Georgia's getting that home point, the home three that you give when you say, well, this team probably should win, but I'm going to go with an up-tempo game because Georgia-Clemson is my sample for that one. Just they, right. two good teams going back and forth at it. So I think Ryan's very good with his upper 30 score. I'm going to even push it a little higher. I'm, I'm going to say this is the game because maybe there's some turnovers or some desperation thing. I'm going to go 42-38 for LSU in this one.
2: And this is, uh, you know, not your typical SEC. When you think of good SEC football, you think of two great defenses. Both of these defenses have, you know, they've really struggled this year, given up just tons of points. That's why I think you know we yeah. both like the over big time. I, I added it up, and these teams have combined to score forty-two points per game each, yeah. which yeah. is just so like your your score there is yeah. good. Both the quarterbacks like to sling it around. <laughs> You know this matchup is the two top quarterbacks in the SEC and two of the top three running backs. So just great offense all around. Yeah. And neither defense is very good either. We've you know we saw LSU's ability to score last week, and Georgia's done it every week. I think they've scored more than thirty pretty much every time out. Yeah. So it it'll definitely be a a great game. And yes. Big SEC uh, implications from this one. And, and I guess just to put it into to how Ryan and I are going to formulate it when the weekend
1: comes, we're really going to go heavy on the over. I mean, yeah. it's just because you th- this spread, you, you really can't tell. These are very evenly matched teams, but we know they're going to get up and go do it and play some really like big play football here.
2: Yeah, and this is an interesting game for Georgia. I mean, this can be, if they win, this is the second top 10 team they've already beaten this year. So to to knock out two top 10 teams in the first five weeks of the season, you know, you're looking pretty good. After this, if they can somehow win this game, they play Florida, who's just been so-so. They're undefeated right now, but I think they still have a lot of questions, and that game's in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go to the Swamp, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which Jacksonville's a home game for sure. Florida, but it, it is different just being at, quote-unquote, neutral, neutral site. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if Georgia can I hope they don't look ahead to just if we win this game. I don't think they will. No, I don't either yeah. because there's no need to. Once they win this game, you know, they have Georgia yeah. Tech and Florida who are And, both you know, Clemson's getting lots and lots of respect
1: for defeating Georgia. So Clemson's n- the loss of Clemson. that was only Clemson's, a four-point game. Yeah, it's 34-31 or 30.
2: What was that? I don't, I don't know. even Some, know. I think it was four v- points. Yeah, but it was very that close. Was just, I think if mm-hmm. that game's at Georgia instead of Clemson, yep. it's you just flip the scores and yep. it's the same thing. So. Yep.
1: So we'll, here, let's we'll see. Okay, so we're Ryan and I are definitely going to enjoy watching that one. We we expect high scoring. So now we get to the Big Ten for real. Now with Big Ten. None of this Akron and Yukon and Youngstown. The Big Ten stuff. football it's time. We have the Wisconsin Badgers, and this is a night game. This is on ABC national t- television. Okay, at the Ohio State Buckeyes. So this is to me Urban Meyer's first real test. I don't care about twelve and zero probation season. Right,
2: there's no pressure to win when you don't, have, like, there's no, there's no consequence. So there. this is it, and Ohio State
1: is giving up seven, so they're 7.0 uh, favorites at home against Wisconsin, who won forty one ten against a very weak Purdue team last week. Ohio State's been doing great. I mean, they trampled Florida A and M. They got into said was seventy six nothing. They went into Cal Berkeley and beat a team. Cal Berkeley gives up a lot of points, and, but they had Kenny Guyton in as quarterback. And is he and, playing this week? Well, that's the question. No, I, one, mean, I don't think we don't know knows. if Braxton Miller's going to be in there. But but really, I just got to say right away, and the over under is fifty four and a half. I'm I like the over. Because what, both teams can score points, and I like Wisconsin to stay within the seven. I don't think Wisconsin's going to win. I think that that maybe Ohio State punches in a, a late touchdown in a close game. So I'm going to go with 37-34 uh, Ohio State in this one.
2: See, and I I, I want to agree with you, but I, I think Ohio State will just play so well just to spite me, just because I don't want them to do well, mm-hmm. not, like it, not <laughs> that it matters. Right. So... Wisconsin they're always just such a tough call too because yeah they uh they kind of stomped Purdue but they looked okay at Arizona Arizona State State. who then didn't play well last week at Stanford Mm -hmm. so um I like Ohio State to cover the seven especially if Braxton Miller plays Uh I think that you know obviously um really changes if he doesn't play the over under I mean that's tough I, I don't I don't even know if that, that could go either way, Okay. again, based on Braxton Miller. But sure. I'll go Ohio State winning 34-28. Okay, so he's got so, him covering. I mean, I, well, that's six. You, I right, mean, right. My, and so, so
1: you think Wisconsin's going to cover the seven? I mean, I'm so back what, and forth. He I just, is back and
2: forth. Yeah, I'm, and I'm here. We need now the meow keyboard to make my, uh, this is a very indecisive call by me. Because I, I seriously, I don't know.
1: Meow, 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 meow.
2: And so we've now had to bust that out for the yep. first time this year. So what do you got, man? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what? Do you what I'll, stick, I'll stick with my thirty-four twenty-eight. Oh, he's so stick with I, the dog. You know, I totally just <laughs> talked myself out of that one in my okay. head. But All right. um, we'll see. That game, I think that's just going to be a great game to watch and really will dictate that division. for. That's the biggest game in that side of the division for the rest of the year. So getting and, it started off good. And just so Ryan doesn't seem like the
1: only mean person in the house, I want to see Ohio State lose. I really, oh, I, I, I 100% want to I respect anyone. Urban Meyer. He's obviously a genius of football. He, he's in the, the highest of
2: the upper pantheons of coaches he right now. He four went fourth down from the 30 when they were up. 36 at halftime. That's just you want to see a coach like. That, I mean, he's always. walked in and he's he's
1: 15 and 0 in his in his tenure at Ohio State. It, you know, it's like it's almost like when Duke gets a five star recruit. The fact yeah. that when you know, and so I'm like, yeah. and You're like again, <laughs> yeah. And Wisconsin lost. You know, Brett Bielema went to Arkansas Razorbacks. So I don't, I can't even tell you who the coach of the Badgers is. Don't even know. I don't even know who the quarterback is. You think I sh- You think I should study up on this stuff? But I know the scores. They lost 32 30 to Arizona State, and I think that kicked them off the way they lost because they went and blasted Purdue last yeah. week and I think they're gonna show up as far as giving Ohio State a run for their money at least. And as so. you've
2: heard from me in the last two minutes, I have no credibility when it comes to this game because you know what, if I could pick both these teams to lose I would. But I can't. So <laughs> So you know what, I'll just I'm just gonna sit back and watch that one and whatever happens, happens. Okay. I will not be touching that game in any way. So, I guess we can do our 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 wild card pick. And I, I'm going to go ahead and jump you on this one. I you, just want to go ahead and do my wild card. Which pick one are right you right thinking I'm here? Jumping all over Texas. A&M, That's what I was hoping. Minus okay. Three at Arkansas. Okay. I don't, I don't care. It's mm-hmm. it's at our mm-hmm. Is John L. Smith. He's still the coach there. What's, no, he's not. Okay, Brett Bielema is the coach. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. John L. Smith's at uh, yeah, yeah. wherever <laughs> he's at some mechanics place somewhere. Yeah. I don't Why know. I he's screaming
1: he at somebody there. No, Brett um, Bielema got paid lots of money to get there.
2: You know, and the fact that this is minus three is even keeping me from saying my, keeping the score so close. Yeah. I'm saying 35-21, mm. and I'm only and I'm saying that because it's minus three. If this game was you know, minus 10, I I think I would probably pick Texas A&M to win by three touchdowns even. I okay. I see them just going in there and romping Arkansas. Okay, so are you saying 35-21
1: for the final score for that one? Because they over under 68 and a half. They're expecting a big, big score in this game. Yeah, I'm going 35-21. Okay, and since this is and, and this is Ryan's uh, wild card, am I allowed to pick on this one too? Do you mind? Not I, No, not at all. All oh, right. Here's my choice. I think Texas A&M. I agree with Ryan. I think Johnny Football is Johnny Football. I think they got their Alabama loss out of the way. Yeah, and which and that was expected. Now and it's time for them to walk their way to the Cotton Bowl. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? No kidding. So and you know I, maybe Arkansas is going to surprise me, but I don't know. But I like a whopper of a game here. I think Texas A&M gets to the fifties. I'm going to go wow. to fifty-one to forty-five in this Jeez, game. So we're yep.
2: we're pretty opposite. I'm on going
1: that. way over on this one. This is the one where Johnny Football has like seven touchdowns. Three running, four passing. He looked great against Alabama, man. Now, uh, for all intents and purposes, we're finished. But I have to give my pick to click. But why do I keep saying that? God, I, I hate the White Sox. I really do. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm a Cubs fan, and it's been a long. It's been a long life for me. <laughs> okay, I'm from Champaign, Illinois. The we Illini. To, come on, you got to give us serial Illinois. Score. The Illini are hosting a terrible team in Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio is winless. The Illini are two and one. The Illini are giving up 24-and-a-half at home, so they're four I'm sorry. I'm not sold on Illinois doing anything. So I like Miami-Ohio to keep it messy. Cincinnati, who lost to Illinois, went into Miami-Ohio and won 14-nothing. Yes, I know that's devastating to lose to the Illini. It makes you want to never play football again. But this 24-and-a-half seems like an awful lot. I'm going to think it's going to be just a, a normal football game between two teams that Illinois ends up winning. So I'm going to go with Illinois winning... 20, 28 to 20 uh 28 24 let's go with that one so it's it's going to be like Miami Ohio is going to have something to feel good about but uh, there's no way Illinois covers four, 24 and a half. no way so that I'm re-betting the half of the house that I got back after I lost two houses on Illinois
2: I'm good. not even gonna touch the Okay. Game. I'm just staying away. I'll, I'll let you uh, mm-hmm. I'll let you watch and scream at the TV during that. Okay. One. Okay.
1: So that wraps up uh, NCAA Week Five. So um, now I would just like to get um, going because I think I just got a text on my phone. I think we might have a guest stopping in, a special guest here. So can you hang on one sec and I'll go get it and then right. we'll we'll see if our guest is here and then we can get to NFL. All right. Sounds good. So uh, Ryan. Uh, As uh, you know and as the listeners at home know, uh, we always try to get a special guest in every week. And uh, this week, we do not have a special guest. Uh, Instead, we have a double special guest (laughs) because (laughs) this week... For, for the second time in a row We have the same guest Her name is Natalie So let me go get the door for her Hold but on one be- second Before she comes in yeah, yeah. She just
2: did so well last week We had to bring her back she, one more time She was so just great And, what, an on and, the and when I say
1: doing well I mean Natalie's, are good. <laughs> Natalie's just very pleasant to be around And here She she's a really good change up to the, to the slow pitch softball or fastball You want to call Ryan and myself So let me get the door here for Natalie Hang on a sec <laughs> Alright and here comes Natalie all right, Natalie, have a seat. Ryan wants you to introduce Natalie Welcome for us.
2: back, Natalie, for your second week in a row of of uh, Walk the Line.
0: Well, thanks so much. Glad to be here again.
2: And how was your week since we last spoke
1: here on Walk the Line?
0: My week was very well, thank you. How about yourself?
1: Uh, good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still breathing. That's pretty much how I can tell if things are going well or not. You know, I, you can see I'm blinking and... Breathing if air, get some
2: life out of Dan. That's how we know <laughs> that's it's
1: how a we're good. good. What?
0: well, then that's wonderful. Is
1: everything good? I know you're on the palm team. Is everything going well with that? Are You learning some new moves or anything?
0: Yes, we're learning mo- new moves frequently. Got yeah. a competition coming up the day after the U of M MSU game. So, you know, approaching.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And, and and now, Natalie, you're, this is your first year, you're a freshman. Yes. Have you determined a major yet or anything like that?
0: Yes, um, I'm in advertising.
1: Ooh, that's in competition with me. What? And Ryan, are <laughs> your communication I'm training. a comm major, yeah. And I'm, I'm in the School of Journalism. I'm a PhD student in the Media Information Studies program, but I'm in the School of Journalism. So, Ryan, would you like to, why don't, I'd like to hear how, how Ryan gets this started bef- as we recap the picks that Natalie made last week because I would like to tell everybody at home we are a statistically based uh, analytical sports prognostication show and so Natalie is the control group versus Ryan and myself's expert. Natalie is an expert in a lot of things. I wouldn't say, would you, Natalie, would you call yourself an expert in football?
0: Not quite. Not in any way whatsoever, actually.
1: And that's an important factor. She's the <laughs> control group. She's, as Ryan said, maybe the baseline here to see if, are we are we poisonous or are we fertilizer? So, Ryan, why don't you uh, see what you want to do uh, introducing Natalie with the scores and things.
2: Well, week four for <laughs> us was a lot better than week three. We'll say that. So maybe Natalie brought some good luck for us. But... I agree. Yeah, I mean, it was still up and down, but we're definitely better than week three. Hopefully week five is even better, and as we uh, start to learn some more about these teams, you know, we can be as right as we would hope to be, and Natalie was very correct last week. We're going to go through that right (laughs) here. You have the scores in front of you. Why don't we just,
1: since Natalie, I mean, Natalie has to get some more soon, so what I was thinking, we'll just let Natalie know this picks that you made in, in conjunction with the actual scores, and then so I'll just do that quick, and then Natalie, I'm going to give you a quick total of you versus us. Okay. And then we'll get your picks for this week. That's I think cool.
2: you'll I think you'll leave here very happy once you hear those. So all Natalie right.
1: made okay for NCA football. Natalie made uh, four picks as I did, and Ryan made three. And so for Michigan State Notre Dame, we all thought Michigan State. Actually, excuse me, um, Notre Dame we thought michigan state would lose ryan and i but that they would cover the they would not cover the four and a half did i explain that horribly the point is michigan state <laughs> lost 17-13 and natalie had picked michigan state to win 21-14 and ryan and i also had uh, notre dame covering the spread so the point is so Natalie won that one. Did I not even give her credit? The point is, Natalie, I'm confused myself. But Natalie Natalie was correct about Michigan State covering the spread. In the Arizona State-Stanford game, Natalie was correct. She said that Stanford would win 28-21. They covered the spread 42-28. In Missouri, Indiana, Missouri was favored by two. Natalie said Missouri would win 35-28. Natalie was correct because the score is 45-28. So uh, Natalie, that really, honestly, I think, and then in LSU – <laughs> <laughs> Natalie picked LSU to win forty-two to fourteen. The final score was thirty-five twenty-one LSU. Now, Nat- so that one, there, okay, that's the one that she was wrong about because she had LSU covering the spread and they didn't. at eighteen, and they only won by fourteen. So, Natalie, your total for college football you were 3 for 4 for 75% but so was I and Ryan was 2 for 3 he just didn't pick one <laughs> but Natalie I want you to know that you did very well on that
0: Oh well thank you
1: Okay so now and uh for the NFL scores Um, Natalie, for the Giants and Carolina, both Reiner and I thought the Giants were going to play well, but Natalie said Carolina was going to win 10-7. Carolina won 38-0. Natalie, you were correct (laughs) about that.
2: I think all of us were pretty off on that one. No one was correct other than her having Carolina covering. Green Bay was three-point favorites at Cincinnati. Ryan and I both looked at each other and said, we know Green Bay is winning
1: that game. Well, they were winning until the fourth quarter happened, and then Cincinnati came back and won 34-30. So Natalie said Cincinnati 14-7. You're right. We're both wrong. <laughs> again. Okay, all three of us agreed that the Detroit Lions were going to cover the two-and-a-half points. At you Washington. said 10-7. It was 27-20. We're all correct. Natalie's correct Again. And in Atlanta, Miami, we were all wrong because we thought Atlanta would win. Don't you have a friend in Georgia?
0: Yep, one of my best friends lives in Georgia, so that was the reason for uh, my pick.
1: And you were close. It was 21 17, you said, and the final score was 27 23, but Miami won. So the final tally, so you were three for four in both NFL and NCAA, making you six for eight for 75%. Ryan and myself. I was four for eight for fifty percent, and Ryan was three for seven for forty three percent. And that laugh says it all, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And and so the good news is, is maybe we can just edit this whole thing out and 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 say, oh yes, we we never get outdone by anyone else. So, but I just want to commend you on being a great sports picker. And and if this happens again, That's I'm gonna just only be talking to you. We're gonna it's gonna be called Walk the Line with Natalie and Dan and
2: Ryan. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Yes. Yeah,
2: so it was great. All right, well, yeah, let's get you started with the first game mm-hmm. of uh, Week 5 of NCAA. It is South Carolina is favored by a touchdown, so they're minus 7. They are at Central Florida. Both teams are, well, excuse me, Central Florida is 3-0, and South Carolina is 2-1. and mm-hmm. And South Carolina is favored by 7 points in that game. Correct.
0: Okay, it's going to be Central Florida. Um... Nothing crazy. about, like, 21 to 17? 21 to
1: 17. So she, cool.
2: she's picking a dog, the first pick of the day. Uh-oh. A dog? I don't even know what that would sound like if somebody picked a dog. <laughs> oh, okay. So good job, Natalie. All right, Ryan, throw it to the next one. Whatever you want to do. Week two is Notre Dame is involved in this one. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma travels to Notre Dame, where Michigan State just was, and Oklahoma is favored by three and a half points.
0: What? Mm, I'm going to say Notre Dame 14 to 7.
2: Back-to-back dog picks for Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Dad, you might as well just keep the dog setting ready on the All right. Okay. So the third game is this is probably the game of the week. College yes. Game Days there it is LSU at Georgia, who is favored by a field goal at home. And
1: I'd like to remind, Natalie, that you pointed out that you liked Louisiana State last week because they were metallic gold and, and purple. purple. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Georgia Bulldogs are black and red.
2: Ooh.
0: And
1: Georgia's favored by three points, and it's in Georgia.
0: Hmm. It's in Georgia. You know what? Purple wins. You can, nothing beats purple. You know what? I'm sorry. I gotta go for it. Okay. I'll make it. I'll make it close. Seventeen to fourteen.
2: Nice. It, so LSU. she has now picked three straight dogs to win the game. <laughs> she's she's going big.
0: I really just want to hear the dog sound effects. That's the only reason.
2: Well, let's give her one more, Ryan, to make it four
1: picks for college football. Let's do Wisconsin. At Ohio State, both are playing great football this season. Mm -hmm. Ohio State is seven-point favorites at home, and the game's going to be in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Okay, I'll say Ohio. How about 28
1: to 21? 28-21. Fantastic. I, I... I I won't even make a comment. We'll just see what happens. And like I said, if Natalie's this great two weeks in a row, we're going to start talking to Natalie more often about
2: picks. (laughs) That's right. So now we'll flip over to pro. Yep. Um, The Chicago Bears are at the Detroit Lions, and the Lions are favored by three.
0: Okay. I can roll with that for sure. Um, Lions. And then I'll say like 28-24.
1: Okay. Good job, Natalie. I mean, just you're picking in scores that are completely believable, too. You have a gift. This is good.
0: My numbers aren't completely awful. Like, I do have, like, my numbers have a reason, have, like, a logic somewhat, I, and then my team's nothing. We'll just now, roll with it.
1: Ryan, let's skip the Seattle-Houston and go into the New York Giants, who are 0-3, mm-hmm. going into Kansas City. Your Kansas City Chiefs So this, team. this is going to be a crazy game. I just want to know what you think. So Kansas City's favored by 4.5 points.
0: Okay, I can roll with Kansas City. I'll say um, 35 to 24.
2: Okay. All right. Okay, and
1: what do you want to throw? Her? Let's do Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Ryan. Give her that one.
2: Okay, the Steelers of Pittsburgh are minus one at the Minnesota Vikings, who are also purple and gold.
0: Yes. I was just going to ask. Um, okay, purple and gold. They got to win. Um, 21 to 7.
1: 21 7. Okay, so she's given us three. Let Ryan, why don't you pick out of the hat one more NFL game? We'll give her four and four. So pick one more off our list, Ryan.
2: You know, I'm pretty curious about this, so I just want you to do it so that I know. We're going to do Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles at the Denver Broncos. Yes. The Broncos are minus 11, and so I I am going to trust you with this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Minus 11 in
1: Denver. Philadelphia Eagles are green, and Denver is orange and blue.
0: Okay. Actually, colors don't matter on this one. Okay. I was going to say Denver regardless. Okay because i love denver it's beautiful there okay. so they're favored by 11 wait Denver's is favored mm-hmm.
1: so denver's favored by 11 oh
0: okay i can roll with this 28 to 10
1: to 10 denver well natalie i just it's uh i feel like it's an honor to be in in, <laughs> in like a psychic's presence you know so i i i i, I if I if I hadn't felt such a lack of you know dignity from the our, you know we got beat up pretty bad in the first few weeks and Ryan said it we he and I did really really well on Saturday really, Sunday yeah. kind of beat me up a little bit so my self-esteem is good I can hold myself up and <laughs> say you know what, Natalie you did kill us on your picks for the ones that we picked <laughs> but the, the other ones we didn't discuss uh, Ryan Ryan and I were really really accurate so we, we feel pretty good about it and we're gonna put the pressure on us Ryan and I are to do NFL after you after you head out we're gonna get to NFL and we we're really we we expect to do a good job because it's the fourth
2: week. We talked week one. You we're typically good about weeks four to twelve, and that's mm-hmm. our range. No, show. you
0: guys got this. You definitely got this. Yeah,
2: yeah. So everything is everything's feeling good here.
1: Like and and it's good to have Natalie around to, to laugh. See? <laughs>
0: That is not what I sound
1: like. <laughs> this is me. No, that's the, What am I doing? All right. You know what? You know what? I'm a little off today. But Natalie, I just want to thank you for stopping by. Walk the line again, and um, you know, it's always great to see you and to have to have you and to hear your laugh. So I, I see so you look at that. <laughs> there it
2: right? is, right on cue. Thank
1: you yep. very much, Natalie. Well, of
0: course. Thanks for having me.
1: Yep. Well, and you're more than welcome. So let me get the door here for Natalie here. <laughs> right. All right. Well. Thanks. Okay, thank you Natalie. Bye Bye Natalie.
0: <laughs> See you later. <laughs>
1: All right. So, uh that was cool. Thank I'm just really happy that Natalie stopped by again. She she smoked us pretty bad, man. It's, uh, it's we're, we're very down to earth now after that one. I mean, it really is funny. To, to, and that's why it's pretty cool that we're keeping the statistics on what she does. Because if she ends up going like 60 for 80 <laughs> in ten, or something like that, you're like, oh my goodness, man. Jeez. So, okay, guys. So we're here at Walk the Line. We're doing episode four. And now we're going to talk about the NFL games for week four of the season. And these games are going to be played on Sunday, September 29th, 2013. So we are in the state of Michigan. You're listening to Impact Sports uh, here at Impact 89 FM at Michigan State. So we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions, who for some unknown reason, Ryan and I had to just double triple check this. They are minus three at home I'm against the. Sh- yeah. yeah,
2: go explain it, Ryan. I'm shocked. They're playing the Bears first off. Over under is 47, is what I have. Is that yeah, correct? I think so. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I I just don't understand that. The Bears have looked they've played great this year. New coaches down there in Chicago. I'm from Chicagoland area, and I am the farthest thing from a Bears fan, but I am saying that the Bears will win this game and go to four and zero. This is what the Bears do; they like to start off hot and mm-hmm. then just finish <laughs> mediocre and not make the playoffs. So <laughs> they did it last year I'm really gonna well. Ride, I'm going to ride the Bears for the first you know right. eight games of the year, and then I'm staying away from them mm-hmm. unless it's to, unless I'm betting on them to lose. So. So, so,
1: and, and before you give me a score, I mean, we're 47 and a half I just want to say the Bears have this propensity to just really have defensive touchdowns. They really know how to scoop and, especially
2: and pick with, six. Yeah, man. especially with Stafford doing the sling sidearms side and mm-hmm. whatever. Off somebody's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and Julius
1: Peppers got his first-ever touchdown for the Bears last week against the Steelers. So the Bears are, are looking good, man. And I
2: think both of these offenses like to air it out and have some fun. This is going to be a great game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, this is a game the Lions can win, especially being at home. Yeah. But if we're talking numbers, I love the Bears. Yeah, it's plus, indoor. Plus yeah. three. It's indoor. I'm going over in this game. I'm sure. going to go Bears to win at 31-27. I really think this Bears team is cut out to just win the division. We've seen Green Bay struggle in games. They've, they just haven't looked like Green Bay of old. This is the Bears' year, I think. And that pains me to say, but yeah, th- and this is you know one of the first steps for them in winning a division game on the road. Yeah, and uh, Ryan and
1: I are both born and raised Illinois, and I, I the Bears are my third favorite team, I would say. But we we really are not. Hu- Ryan's not a huge Bears fan not in the all. least, and and I agree with him. And they they really they surprise me with the amount of offense. They had with in conjunction with great defense. So Chicago looked so strong against Pittsburgh, who's 0-3 in the week. Yes. Detroit, yeah, they beat Washington,
2: but they really didn't put put them away. You know what I mean? You they- mentioned it earlier, I think, when we were going over the picks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like uh Washington had a chance for a Hail Marathon. They had no business even being in the game. Yeah. Detroit should have won Arizona and didn't. They just they've looked good. You know they were four and twelve, and they look way better than they ever did last year. Mm-hmm. But with that lineup, that team, it's just they. It always seems like they're underperforming, and yeah. I still feel like they're doing that this year. And so I, I like the Bears to go in there and you know wreak some havoc with that defense. Mm-hmm. And well, my pick will be this because
1: because of everything in my brain saying why is it not the Bears minus three? I'm going to say thirty four thirty one Chicago right. just because I really feel that that's that's what it should be. I'm I'm confused as to why the Lions, who have not looked great, are against a un, un a team that's three and zero in a good strong way. The Bears have really looked good. I mean, they came back and they beat the Bengals. They beat is it Minnesota pretty handily, didn't they in Week Two? Who's um, that? The Bears. The Bears. Did they yeah, beat
2: Minnesota? Not handily. They they needed. They got lucky at the end. They needed a touchdown. Oh, in the that's corner. right. 31-30. It was a so great, pass, pass, great catch. But that's right. It's funny. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: I guess I'm going hunch and it's it's maybe like they're increasing their returns I with think the, the way the bears they-
2: have just played well they they've looked like a mm-hmm. good team they've been they consistent have. so far yes. there's no reason to think they won't keep that up this week. Yeah, definitely. Okay, here's a quick one that
1: I just put on the list because I think it's a good matchup. It's a tough one to call. Seattle now is on the road. They're minus two and a half at
2: Houston. Really? You think this one's tough? Because I'm thinking Seattle. Right. Me too. Okay. All right. Initially, I I love Seattle minus two and a half. And this 41 and a half is the over under,
1: which I'm going to double check right now. It it is 40 i love it to go over i mean i don't know houston seems to give up points at home so yeah and seattle
2: I, loves to put up points too I, I mean too.
1: yeah and seattle can seattle blasted jacksonville last week pretty like 45-17 and who hasn't done that but seattle
2: i think they i think they're the the best team in the nfc right now i mean oh definitely no question there they they look just okay in carolina mm-hmm. and th- that kind of was offsetting to us And then we saw Carolina go out last week and look great. So, you know, maybe that was just a sign of Carolina's better than we thought, I guess. I I, I don't really know on that. But Seattle definitely, coming off of last year, has, you know, kept that momentum going. They're rolling. They look good. I I like Seattle the cover in that one. Okay, and and I'll give mine since it's 41 and a half, I like it to go over. I'm going to go with Seattle uh 2723 in that game. Okay, I'll go I'll go Seattle tw- I'll I got him by 10, 28. Well, I'll go th- not 10. I'll go 2817. So 2817. I'll do 11 for
1: Seattle. You know what? And I'm going to switch it to 2724 just uh, maybe it's a tie game and they kick a field goal in overtime. I, I,
2: Houston so. has just been just okay Mm -hmm. this year. Nothing about them jumps out at me, so... We'll see. Okay. Now here's where I turn on my team again, which is just my life is just bread.
1: As an Illini fan and a Cubs fan, I have no faith in anything. Like, that's pathetic. So here's the deal. Kansas City looks fantastic this year. They just went into Philly and blitzed them. Looks great. 26-16 victory last Thursday. Kansas City beat the Cowboys, who look good. Kansas City, looks. they they demolished the Jacksonville Jaguars 28-2. So the Kansas City is at home against the 0-3 New York Giants. This is – every all signs point to Giants melting down again and getting Tom Coughlin out of town. This is the game where the Giants wake up and Eli Manning throws for four or five touchdowns. This is the game where Kansas City – doesn't play well cuz Kansas City's now expected to play well. The over under is 44. I like the over like crazy in this game. I know Kansas City's giving up very little, but I think this is the game they flip the switch. So I'm going to go with the Giants winning this game in a in a in a upset that people go, "Oh, there they are." I'm going with 31 to 20 NYG
2: just because my Kansas City Chiefs 4-0 that seems unbelievable. I'm I'm going to play my hunch here because even in years where I've Hated Kansas City as far as like their style of play, and they're just terrible. Mm -hmm. They always play well in Arrowhead, and Mm -hmm. that place is you know they've they've typically won games there, games they shouldn't have. And this is a game they should won. Everyone's waiting for the Giants to wake up, and I, you know, is it just not coming? Like Mm -hmm. they only hit Victor Cruz for like. Two, he had two targets last week. Yeah. Why are you not getting the ball to your best receiver? It's just exactly. it's the whole thing in New York is confusing. Right. I, no one knows what's going on there. It's all all over the place. So I'm going to go Kansas City 24-17. All right. And that's a that's a good pick. That's it's it's an under. And the thing is I agree
1: with everything Ryan Smith just said. But you're a, you're are i I'm a KC fan, so fan and so that one, honestly, this is I should probably just stay out of it. But but from a rational standpoint, listen to Ryan, and I'm the crazy person who just doesn't doesn't understand why the Giants are so bad because
2: the Giants totally have that potential. To your right, they come out, Eli throws four or five touchdowns, yeah. go, Oh, there they are, and the Chiefs were just fooling everyone yeah. the first three weeks. And to be honest, the
1: Chiefs have really looked good. I mean, they've given up a 34 points total in 3 games. Funny what a quarterback'll do. I mean, 18. they can they have, their defense looks great. So uh, honestly, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Maybe I'm re- trying to reverse jinx it and get them to 4-0. Maybe I'm trying to do that. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to a really interesting game from the fact that they're 0 and 3 versus 0 and 3 and Pittsburgh's minus 1 at Minnesota. The over is 42. This game is couldn't end three to two. I mean, I don't even with a push. Is that really how it's supposed
2: to go? Pittsburgh wins three two. <laughs> See, I'm just glad I didn't take a nap around one o'clock last Sunday. I would have I would have looked at this, you know, from the first two weeks. I'm going Minnesota every time at home. Yeah. And then they lose to the Cleveland Browns. You're like, Yuck. how does that even with,
1: happen? With Hoyer, the third quarterback for the Browns, it wasn't even the Browns had given up on the season and then they won, a, won the game. It was
2: almost like unbelievable to the Vikings. I, I was on Twitter after the game. I'm mm-hmm. not a big Twitter fan, but Adrian Peterson said he got home and his little daughter, I think she's like seven, goes, Daddy, I can't believe you lost to the oh, Browns. Wow. Like, even seven-year-old girls are like, wait, who lost? They're like, the Vikings lost oh, to who? Yeah. It just, it was such a head shaker. And what's ironic about the whole thing is Christian Ponder played great, I mm-hmm. thought. He looked good. He he looked like an NFL quarterback. He yeah. had a rushing touchdown where he. The game went way over. It was a high-scoring game. I mean, Yeah. It, 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 so. I mean, because no one expected the Browns to play that well with, you know, everyone thought they were kind of tanking their season yeah. when they traded Richardson. Yeah. The Steelers have just looked awful. Awful. I'm, you know, I grew up a Vikings fan. I was yeah. a huge Randy Moss, Dante Culpepper. Those guys are Right awesome. on, right on. So I'm going to, you know, I have the Vikings helmet that I wore for Halloween <laughs> for like six years in a row. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to go with the purple and gold one more time. Okay. I'm going to ride them at home. I'm going to go. They win that game. You know, this is going to be another nasty game. We'll go 21 Twelve or something like that. Twenty-one, twelve, yeah. Minnesota. I, just Pittsburgh has looked god awful. This game's in London too, just so you know. This game's in London. <laughs> yeah, they're sending this. Can I say crap? I think I can say crap. They're sending this
1: crap to London. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Harry. But hey, pause. What? What is this? I don't know why they didn't. <laughs> what am I looking at? What, is this a football game? What are we? What are we looking at?
2: You know, and I don't is know. Quit ish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they didn't send the London Jaguars over there. But the London Jaguars <laughs> to play
1: with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings. Ugh, horrible. Yeah. Oh so my god. That game
2: will be low scoring because, you know, I don't, I don't even know what time the game's on oh here. Oh my god. But there's you know there's six or seven hours ahead. Oh. The whole. T- I mean, they probably went this week early, but still, it's like, you know. I went to London this summer. It takes your body about a whole week mm-hmm. before you can even know what time it is or when you're hungry or not. So this is just going to be a bad game all around. It's two zero and 3 teams. I'm going to go
1: with way under and say 13. It just screams 13-10, if not
2: 13-9, and I'm going to go Pittsburgh 13-10. I said 21-12, just the fact that. Peterson has a 80 yard touchdown or something mm-hmm. again, and well, usually the grass
1: isn't very good in London. It's usually Tampa Bay over there or something. I mean, it's kind of depressing. This is a little side opinion. Like, <laughs> what's the deal? Do they really care about the NFL over Not there? Why would they want us there? They have just the a Premier market. League. Yeah, I mean, sorry, guys. Like, I apologize for the stuff that we keep sending over we there. We don't want
2: to send the good teams over there, man. We got to. Yeah, we don't want to. Wreck, but, geez,
1: <laughs> honestly, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, three weeks ago, sounds like a good matchup to
2: me. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, to start the year you're like, "Oh, that's going mean, to They played be a in good the Super one. Bowl I think back that's in why the 70s. They, you know,
1: Pittsburgh, pick. yeah. I mean, ugh. okay. Here's a game that's intriguing because Philadelphia is having major questions to answer under Chip Kelly. They lost to they lost to Kansas City, they lost to San Diego. Yeah, they beat the Washington Redskins, but who doesn't? <laughs> and then Denver look, you want to see a high high-powered offense? Watch Peyton Manning like the Jedi master just read a defense like he's op- like they are telling him what they're going to do. So Denver's minus 11 at home, 58 over under. First off, I like the over. This game's going to get into the 60s easily. So I I like Denver to put up maybe 45 points at home. So I'm going to go Denver 45 to...
2: Let's uh, let's go forty-five to thirty-one. Denver wins. It's funny because I think someone's messing with me. My over/under on my sheet is four hundred and fifty-seven and a half, and I was and still going to go I, my over. Bad. I it's think.
1: fifty-eight, and I just aug- I just fixed that. I should have mentioned, yeah, four hundred fifty-seven. <laughs> I, I,
2: I still might go over. I don't know. This is going to be a game of you know two high-powered offenses, and uh, yeah, I like you know I'll go Denver. Mm-hmm. I they're just they've gotten it done lately. I see them winning that game by, you know, we'll go 42-24.
1: Okay. 42-24. to 24. So both Ryan and I like Denver to cover, and we both like the Is over. that, over? that one. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you're at 66. Yeah, it, I'm at
2: 76. I'm not even doing math in my head. I'm just saying that Denver's going to keep... Doing what they're doing, that no one's going to stop them. Yeah, really, there's not much analysis necessary here. This is
1: why we love week four because it's going to, we know it's up tempo. We know that Philly's going to try to want to get up. Philly hasn't shown the ability to stop anybody, and Denver hasn't been stopped. So,
2: right. I mean, this one is the one that I'm most sure of, of anything this week. And by my score for Philly is so low simply for the fact I think Denver will just have the ball so much. That's what Peyton Manning does mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. He's going to control that game. He doesn't want to watch Mike Vick do this no huddle and LaShawn McCoy and all that kind of stuff? I think there will be 45-17 going to the
1: fourth quarter. They, okay. then, they, then they put in... Because uh, what uh, was your Brock, 45-31. Brock, oh, yeah. o- Brock Osweiler goes in and then Philly gets two touchdowns. And, yeah. and it comes okay, let's bust out a couple more because we're going nice and quick today. Here's a tough one because Dallas is minus one and a half at San Diego. San Diego loves to lose games oh, right San at the Diego end. San Diego is a headache the They, they, they killed me last I, week.
2: You pick. You. I'm just staying away from the Yeah, look. One. San Diego
1: was at Tennessee, and they were they were winning. I had their they were dogs there. I had the money line in my own life, and thanks for giving up a Jake Locker touchdown with 16 seconds to go. To, that was that guy. The guy I don't even know the guy's <sighs> name. Doesn't God, it matter. Was his first
2: career reception was for a game-winning touchdown. So
1: if and I, I'm a KC Chiefs fan, so they're AFC West. So San Diego is an enemy, and I, I just so is Denver. But I respect Peyton Manning so much because he's so good. And Phillip Rivers, he's always rubbed me the wrong way. But the way they're losing, I mean, it's hilarious. They have had they should be 3-0. and And they, they tanked the game against the Houston Texans on Monday night to start the season. They Then they go into Philly and won. Now Philly's proving not to be very good. And then last week at Tennessee, who Tennessee may be better than we knew. But it was a a dingy game, and San Diego didn't do it. So I like Dallas Cowboys to go in because Dallas is pretty good. I, I think Dallas is a good team. So I'm going to keep this uh, under... And I'm gonna say because it's 47 is the over/under. I'm gonna say Dallas wins
2: this one, 21 to 16. All right, I'll just I'll just go Chargers 24, 21. Just. Just to get my pick in, but talk okay. about talk about two teams who, in the last five years, I've had no clue what they're ever going to do. They're just so unpredictable, mm. week in and week out. It's mm-hmm. it's impossible to tell. I'm going. I mean, granted, uh, Dallas cleaned up on the Rams last week,
1: pretty handily, twenty-seven to seven. But I I just I think Dallas has what it takes, and and this is this is a game where San Diego's asking itself questions now, Definitely. and I don't th- I think they're they're going to start saying, well, nobody's expecting us to be good, so let's just stop. let's not be good, let's not be good. <laughs> okay. So then, the Sunday night game is the last one we're going to talk about. And this is or interesting. Unless you want to talk about Monday night, no, too. let just these, do Sunday night. Because these games fine. are crazy. Right, well, let's touch them both. Because th- these involve teams that are near and dear to Ryan in my heart from early. Now we get the Patriots at Atlanta. Atlanta's minus to two te- forty nine. Yeah, what do you think, Ryan? I'm just going to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah, please.
2: Say, these are two teams who I've been wrong on every single week. I picked the Falcons to win at, you know, in New Orleans. Got that one wrong last week. Now you had New England against Tampa Bay, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm but Atlanta I had week yeah. one losing at New Orleans right. and then, you know, um yeah, you've been you've been. Atlanta that's why I bring had, it up here. You know, I loved Atlanta at Miami, and that didn't happen. In New England, they should have covered the first two weeks, and they should. Well, I wanted them to cover. They should have lost both of those games and didn't. They finally looked better last week. Was that game in Tampa Bay? It doesn't matter. New they New England won twenty three three at home. Yeah, they started to look like the Patriots again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Atlanta is my Super Bowl pick, and okay. they looked not very good last week. But maybe the Dolphins are better than we thought. So I'll go Atlanta to win this game. I'll go 27 21. 27
0: 21
1: ATL. Now Dan's going to go. Dogs. We're getting the dogs. There's something about it. Like, there's like his name is Kendrell Perkins or something. Yeah. The guy. It doesn't matter who Tom Brady throws for. I, I'm I'm making a habit today of just saying stuff I do, who, people I don't like. I'm not a, the hugest Patriots fan. The hugest. They Patriots are fan. three and O right. They're they're getting it and done. It's a nasty three. It's and o, a nasty three that. and O. But Atlanta really has been underperforming. They're one and two. Atlanta needs it. It's a Sunday night game. I just think this is a game where Tom Brady's on the sideline chewing some gum with his white teeth at the ending signing his bus or <laughs> whatever they get so I think that this is a game where they go in okay. it's it's uh, you you kept it over under 49 and a half I'm going to think that it's going to be high scoring I'm going to go to the Patriots Thirty-five to twenty-eight to win by a touchdown uh-huh. as a dog, as a money line dog. So it's, I'm going to go 35-28. good Sunday night game to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so the last one is more two two more intriguing games. We have the New Orleans Saints. Now this game, it, it's screaming Miami. Miami's getting six and a half points. The over under is forty-eight and a half, forty-eight right now. And I'm double checking because I'm going after after last week. Yeah, Miami minus six and a half, Miami plus six and a half. Miami Dolphins are the most surprisingly good team of the season, even more so than the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm just going to go quickly here and say Miami is going to lose the game in a uh, last-second Drew Brees touchdown-slash-field-goal machine. Who cares? I'm going to go 31 28 uh, with actually, let's let's scale it down. Let's go 28, 20, 20, 27. Let's go 27, 24. It's gonna stay over.
2: But New Orleans wins 27, 24. What was the score of that Miami game last week when they won in Atlanta? 27, 23. Okay, because I mean I think it's reality check time. For I think Miami. the game was in I Miami.
1: Think- Last week It was
2: It was It was was, Sorry yeah Mm -hmm. But I think this is reality check time I think Drew Brees We saw him start to figure it out last week Mm -hmm. I saw Every time I flipped over that game He's running down the field With his arms up Because he just threw a 40 yard touchdown Or something I like uh, New Orleans to win that game 28-21 28-21 So this is the week that That Miami becomes Miami
1: a little bit more than Yep so, like, uh, it's week four. I'm going to, I mean, just to recap, we really think Chicago is, they're they're getting three points at Detroit. Ryan and I agree about that. Because I, I just want to say, since it's the fourth week of the season, we should be correct about the things that we're really correct about. Hopefully. So I, think, I think the Chicago Bears are going to win in Detroit. I think. Ryan's correct. Kansas City's really going to keep it moving against the Giants. I and, would hope so. I, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. And really, Denver minus eleven is not enough. Denver's looking like the the champs of the AFC
2: this season. They look like an unstoppable force. People are already talking about them going sixteen and zero. Which it's way too early to do that. But you know, if they're if they're talking about it, they must be good enough. So yep. Well, that concludes episode four of Walk the Line. Here, my name is Dan Crier, and to my left is Ryan Smith. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to... I'm gonna hope that the NFL goes a little better for us. I'm still feeling a little shaky on that. I know Dan's probably feeling better yeah, this week I, about his NFL. I'm feeling a little bit better. I gotta be honest. I'm See, feeling a little my, my brain is still switched to college football, so hopefully I can get back over to the the NFL side. Well, it's gonna be an
1: enjoyable weekend, you know. That's good games coming up, and then after this week, we're we're gonna go full tilt into conference football, into into NCAA football. So I'm gonna play us out of here, everybody. But it's a pleasure uh, uh, hanging with you. I had a fun time as always, Ryan. I had a fun time. So. Let's, uh, let's see if I can do a little piano wing here. Oh, yeah. With Dan and Ryan, you have just listened to Walk the Line. A piece. All right. See you guys.